So for the past few weeks, we've been going through a series called Dating and Marriage. And so Pastor Jake invited myself and Pastor Ben and Kendra Lepsch to do a dating marriage interview with them. They are married. They are not dating. Um, <laughs> but we're going to interview them. Um, so why don't you give them a hand clap as they make their way up. Thank you. So for those of you who don't know, um, Pastor Jake is not only the young adults pastor, he's also the youth pastor, one of the youth pastors. Did I call you Pastor Ben? Yes. Okay, good. So <laughs> it's really new for me. But anyways, uh, Ben and Kendra are a part of our youth staff. I actually work with the youth staff, so not just Access. I don't work for Access. I just volunteer. But I work with the youth staff. So this is our youth team. Mine is Jake, so it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. We're stoked to be here. Yes. Do you have uh, cards that you're going to? So oh, nice. I, <laughs> I wanted to print off cards. Ben's like, Alon, did you prepare for this? <laughs> no, no, I just copy and pasted what was there and put no, it on the great. cards. That's great. It's wonderful. Because I wanted to be like Oprah. <laughs> or like. Alon's fulfilling a dream right now. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen <laughs> Yes. And I'm so glad I know what the questions are because if I didn't, it would not. I just need to know, too, is this the first time you've worn a headset yes. mic, too? I so. took advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> Very much. Looks great. You can tell, Jake. I don't really care. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> you can tell what relationship we all have. Yeah. Alon's one of our closest friends. So. Oh, that's yeah. an honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> so why don't you tell them about yourself, since I'm one of your closest friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ben. This is my wife, Kendra. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, yeah, we're Ben and Kendra. Yeah, we, um, so a couple quick things. So we have been married for about four years. Here's a picture of us on our wedding day. You know who took that photo? One of those two. Yeah, Nick and Nick and Emily Beautiful were our photographers. Photos. I'm sorry, I didn't like put like trademark like Nick and Emily photography down in the corner. Yeah, sorry. Photo cred, Nick and Emily. Uh, yeah, so we've been married for about four years. We have uh, a child. We have a child named Adeline. Isn't she cute? Yes, Emily. She just turned one. Yeah. And, uh, and then we have a second on the way. Yes. Ooh, we go. September, we have another daughter. Coming yeah, on. another so daughter coming excited. on the way. Um, and then we, as Lon said, we work in the youth. So stand up if you're a former youth student. Come on, stand up right now. Do it. Come on. If, right. I was one of your right. if I was your youth pastor, stand up. That's right. Come on. That's right. Come on. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I think Chris and Anthony are in may oh, maybe in this, this picture. Day. At least Chris is in there somewhere. Yeah, there's maybe like 40 she's cropped high out. students in we, your house. We like students. We hang out with them. Kimmy's down there in the corner right by Kendra. Uh, yeah, if you, bonus points if you can find Kimmy and Mindy in there. But anyway, yeah, so we're youth pastors. We've been, I've been on staff for four and a half years. And Kendra, you've been on staff since you were two. <laughs> Yep, since I was two. Yeah, basically. Pastor's <laughs> kid right here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So now I've been on staff for about nine years. Yeah. So. so that's our brief that's introduction us. about us. Alone. Wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Good. <laughs> Time to use the cards. All right. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> just kidding. All right. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about y'all's dating and marriage experience? Yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? So yes. let's, DM. let's do it. 
DM, dating and marriage. First of all, I was here last week when Jake talked and he crushed it. So everything we're going to say is just like our story lived, his message lived out in our story. So why don't you take us away? Um, yeah, why don't you take us away? What were we doing? <laughs> what were we doing? Uh, I think a good place to start is what we were doing before we started dating. So yeah, where were sure. you at? So uh, pre us dating, I I was 25. I'm, we'll set the scene. I was 25 and I was ready to get married. <laughs> if you're if you're getting older in the room and you're still single, you probably relate. You just get to this point where you're like, man, I'm just ready to be married. And so uh, I was single. I had a lot of guys that were interested in me, great guys, but I just was not interested back. In my words, uh, there was nobody that I could hang out with for longer than three hours and not get annoyed with. (laughs) And so I had not found the guy that I wanted, uh, but was surrounded with him. And so I was single, um, 25, and I was really kind of established in life. I had been working at the church for quite a while and knew this is where I was supposed to be. I was looking for a house to buy, and I was really settling into life is kind of where I was at. Yeah, and I was in a totally different spot. I was uh, I was nineteen or twenty twenty years old. I was I do I I can say I was on fire for Jesus. I loved Jesus and still do. But I was doing street ministry and evangelism, and I was doing like worship leading here at Access at the time. And I I loved. Jesus, and I also really loved the idea of having a girlfriend. (laughs) Um, I really loved the idea of having a girlfriend and the idea of getting married, but I was definitely still in a season of growing up and maturing and immaturity as well. I had just moved out of my parents' house like that previous year, and uh, yeah, so I had a lot of growing up to do, but that's where I was at when we started to enter into each other's world. Very different places. But uh, so as I was 25 and like, man, Lord, where is the guy? (laughs) Where is the guy? Uh, We both ended up at our junior high camp serving together. And on the way home, I heard mention of this Ben guy who had made a comment to one of his friends and uh, what was the comment? I said to Sean Silva, I said, yeah, I don't, the only girl that's like dateable at res re, that I would date is Kendra Benish. And this rumor <laughs> got around to me and my ears perked up because Ben was not on my radar because he was 20. Yeah, she's five <laughs> years older than me. But in my uh, not quite desperation, I was like, huh, interesting. And so from that moment on, I kind of just kept an eye (laughs) on him and and I mean for a while like I started to watch him from a distance for months yeah because I was like oh well that's interesting he's kind of young but I'll just keep an eye because that was probably when I was like 18 19 yeah he was young that was that was like years (laughs) before we or a year or so before we even like started entering into each other's world yeah yeah. What? I just said wowza. 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 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's what we were. Um, that's where Kendra was at, and kind of where our story began. Um, yeah. She was she was watching me. <laughs> no. I was watching but uh, me. for me, I for me, you gotta before we go further, you gotta understand that Kendra for me was always like I would say I would love to date or marry a girl like. 
Kendra Minish because Kendra was like way out of my league, like way out of my league. Kendra had a Nick's nodding. Nick's like, yes, <laughs> yes, she was. I was nodding and I wasn't yeah. even here. Yeah, Nick knew me then. <laughs> Nick knew Kendra then and she was way out of my league. And so she was like, I would love to date and marry a girl like Kendra. She's incredible. And um, yeah, and I never thought in my wildest dreams that she would actually be interested in me. But pretty soon we found ourselves in the same sphere of community, um, We specifically here at Access. We were playing in the band. I was worship leading, and Kendra was playing bass and keys at the time. Um, and she worked here at church in the youth, and I was interning in the worship department. And so I would see her there. We'd talk a little bit in the office. We started to get to know each other there. Um, and then around that time, I was also serving in the youth ministry as a worship leader, and the youth pastor asked me to be the, the worship guy for this Sunday night gathering that they were going to start doing every two weeks. And so I said yes to that, and Kendra was always there, and so we got to know each other a little bit more and just started talking. And why don't you tell them a little bit about coming to my house? Yeah, so about that same time, I was, again, 25 and single. <laughs> and so I got to this point where I was like, man, I'm just going to, I'm going to expand my community a little bit and kind of put myself out there a little bit to Pause. see if I can... Because all of your friends were getting older and none of them were getting anywhere close to being married. Correct. <laughs> all of my friends. We were all in the same boat. And yeah. I was like, wow, I don't want to be stuck here for the next five years. And so I really just started to, I'm an introvert, okay? Yeah. I'm an introvert, naturally. I'm a quiet person. But I just started to meet everybody. Like, at Access, I knew everybody, and I just put myself out there, and I was really friendly, not, like, flirtatious, just friendly, to get to know other people and to get to know other communities. And, uh, and I found out about a group that was meeting at Ben's house for a weekly worship night, and so I didn't know anybody there except him, and I really didn't even know him, but I started going to these Saturday night gatherings um, at Ben's house uh, just so I could meet people, so I could grow closer to the Lord. Um, and so slowly through that, I got to know Ben even more. Yeah, and, and then there was a couple moments for me where I realized that Kendra, it, it shifted from being I would like to date a girl like Kendra Binish to I think I'd like to date Kendra Binish, and I think she might be interested in me. And so one of those moments was a, uh, we were doing a worship gathering, and it was for New Year's Eve, and we were standing, she stood and talked to me for about 45 minutes or an hour in my doorway between my living room and my bedroom, and we just talked and really connected. And Yeah, yeah. and I would say that was probably the moment for me, as I was listening to him, that I, that I really caught Ben's heart for the Lord. And in that moment, I was like, oh, like, I actually think I might be interested in him. Like, he yeah. actually has just a solid heart for Jesus. Like, he's leading people. Um, and that's really when, when my uh, interest, I guess, was really turned towards. Yeah. And so from there, we kind of went through, Jake talked about last week, low-risk dating, right? Mm -hmm. This is kind of like our really low-risk dating portion of just getting to know and, and getting interested in one another. We did a few things. I asked her to go for a walk with me, and we climbed a tree in the woods back Cute. back behind the church. Cute. It's not climbable anymore, so don't go don't looking go for it. There. Just yeah, don't. There's don't go homeless the people back there. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but so we, that happened, and then um, 
I, I remember after Access, I kind of took a risk one night, and I was like, hey, would you want to, like, keep hanging out and go grab some ice cream with me afterwards? And so she said, yeah, and she got in my car, and we drove over to, like, McDonald's or something and got ice cream and sat in the parking lot and just talked. And all of a sudden, I had this realization about Kendra. I was like, oh, my goodness, Kendra Binish is sitting in my car at 10.30 at night alone with me. And Kendra doesn't hang out with dudes alone very often, if at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh Kendra gosh. is interested in me, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so that's ladies, that's what got you're like making it as obvious as you possibly can. And the dude's like, I think she might. Maybe there's a chance she's interested in me. Um, and so yeah, and so I was like, I'm going to ask Kendra on a real date. So I was like, I'm gonna ask her on a real date. And so I got my courage up. I was like, I am going to ask her to go out to dinner with me. I'm gonna ask if I can take her out. I was really specific. I was like, I'm gonna say, can I take you out for dinner? And uh, I, I worked it up, this plan to show up at church after my internship and to, to catch her in, in her office and be like, hey, you know, would you like to go out for dinner with me on, on Saturday night? And so I go in, and she's leaving, and I wasn't expecting that. She's like, yeah, I'm having a half day today, just taking some time off. I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool. I'll walk you out to your car. So I was like, we're walking out to the parking lot, and before I can ask her, uh, I think I might have said, like, what are you up to today? And she's like, oh, I'm going to go kayaking. And I go, oh, that's awesome. I love kayaking. And I had never been kayaking in my <laughs> life. But I love the idea of kayaking, especially with Kendra. And so I was like, yeah, I love kayaking. Kayaking's rad. That's super cool. And she was like, yeah, awesome. I got an extra one. You want to come with me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure do. I want to come with you. So I, I remember I, I said, I'll, I'll go home, I'll get changed, and I'll come meet you at, at your parents' house and where they, her parents had the kayaks. And so I remember I drove home, and I, like, talked to my roommate, and I, like, flipped out. I was like, dude, I was going to ask her on a date, and she, like, asked me on a date before I could even ask her on a date. And, uh, and so um, I, or we went, and we went kayaking, and it was nice. It was cute. It was really cute. It was really fun. Um, and, uh, and then afterwards, we were putting up the kayaks uh, in her garage. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't going to tell this, but it's just really funny. We're putting the kayaks in her garage. And her dad, who's a pastor here, if you know him, Pastor Pat, he's a really nice guy, but he's also a really intense guy. And he didn't know me at all. And I didn't know him at all. And, and I thought they did know no, each other. And so we're in her garage <laughs> hanging up the kayaks. And he, like, comes out to say hi to Kendra. And then he sees me. And we both have just, like, this moment of, like, Hey. <laughs> Hi. And that was it. That was the whole interaction. And, I didn't and Kendra them didn't introduce I us they knew each other. because she thought we knew each other. And he <laughs> just like walked back inside. Um, but after that, I, I, I said to Kendra, I said, Hey, this was awesome. Can I take you out for dinner on Saturday night? And I said, yes. And she said, yes. And then I went home because my, like, I was having such almost like a panic attack, but in a good way, that I had to go <laughs> lay down on the couch. I remember I turned on a TV show because I was just like, I can't think about this. This is amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, so then so we went good. on. Then our, tell us, a, tell them about our first yeah, date. Yeah, so we went on a date that Saturday. He picked me up in his car. He yeah. came to my front door, which was not a front door. Yep. And so it was no really awkward, that. but it was cute. But I had flowers. But he had flowers. And I spent he like five hours cleaning cleaning my car. 
I shouldn't say this. It was one of the only times I saw your car clean. It was. <laughs> but it was I bought so new clean. floor mats for that it car for that date. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. That's saying a lot because he was broke. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, we went out. We went out to Holland. He took me to a nice restaurant, Boatworks, out in Holland. Beautiful. The water we ate, and then we went out and uh, walked out on the pier. And we had a conversation. Yeah. Uh, we had a conversation. So first of all, I told you, hey, so I really like you. I said that to you first. And I'm just, I'm really interested in you and seeing, like, where this goes. I've enjoyed hanging out with you and love to get to know you more. And then you. And then it was my turn to share my thoughts. Profess like. <laughs> profess you know. my like to Ben. <laughs> yeah. And I said something along the lines of, uh, I like you too, and these are the reasons I like you. Just and shared about his heart for the Lord. All right, here we go. <laughs> but then I said, <laughs> I know what's going. But I have a few concerns. <laughs> <laughs> and paraphrased, I told Ben. She said basically, I like you, but I'm not sure if you can be a man. That is, is basically what, I said. what she said. And I'm Basically. not sure about your integrity. Yeah, it's something along those <laughs> lines. Laid down the law. For real, she did. And uh, and here's the thing: she was totally right. She was totally right. And what she brought up was that I was flirting with lots of girls at Access. Um, I was just kind of like not taking myself very seriously and taking life very seriously. I loved Jesus, and I think that's why she was drawn to me. But I had a lot, like I said, I had a lot of growing up to do. And so she said that to me, and instead of, like, getting offended, I was like, you know what? You're right, and I'm going to show you that I can be. I, I'm going to show you that. I think that's what I said. I was like, I'm going to show you that I can, um, that I can rise to that. And so, yeah. So then we went on a couple more dates, right? Um, <laughs> no, first of all, that date, uh, I tried to hold Kendra's hand, Bad idea. This is a part of that whole like I'll sh like maturity thing, and then I blew it like literally ten minutes We're later. We're in the car, and he's just like <laughs> grabbing for my hand, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's <laughs> like, "I'm trying to hold your hand." She's like, like, "You can, you, <laughs> you can, you may not hold my hand unless I am your girlfriend." Yeah, <laughs> that's she what said I that told to him. I was and like, "Okay, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. I gotta make this girl my girlfriend pretty quick." <laughs> yeah. uh, but so we went on a couple more like low risk dates, um, but then I decided, I was like, no, I'm really serious about Kendra. I'd like to ask her to be my girlfriend, to define the relationship. Um, so I, I decided that we were going to go for a walk in the woods uh, back behind the church where we climbed a tree, and so I went out early, and I put some flowers underneath a tree, and I wrote a, like a letter, and it was April, but it snowed that day, so there's like this so fresh, pretty. beautiful snow. It was like a movie scene. And I went and picked Kendra up, and we went for a walk, and we walked under the tree, and I asked her to be my girlfriend. Mm. And she said, yes. yes. And then I said. And then he said, right after I said yes, he says, can I kiss you? <laughs> and I said, no, <laughs> but you can hold my hand. Yes. <laughs> She and did. we walked out of the woods holding hands. Yes, <laughs> and it was wonderful. Um, and, yeah, we'll kind of come back to our boundaries and stuff later. But, yeah, I want to kind of breeze through the rest of our story so we can get to questions. Yeah, uh, that would be fun. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Alan's just like, ah, let in include me. Uh, no, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we'll fast forward, we'll, we'll fast yeah. forward. So, so we so, started dating, yep, and we got to know each other uh, through serving at the church, through 
obviously going on dates through hanging out. Uh, that summer, after we started dating, we did a lot of trips together. We traveled to Africa and led a mission trip together. Yep. Or not led, we were part of one. Yep. Uh, we ended up leading our... This is kind of crazy. We were entrusted <laughs> to lead our high school like discipleship mission trip a together, nine day a nine-day trip. <laughs> trip together, and so we co-led that yeah. um, as a dating couple, and then yeah. uh, we also served at our junior high camp yeah. uh, together too. So we had a lot of opportunities just to get to know each other through yep. trips and events. Um, along with dating. Yeah, and we just kind of had a steady progression. Eventually, about three months in, she talked with me, and she's like, you know, I'm, I'm serious about you. If you want, you can kiss me. And so uh, I didn't, smart move, I didn't try to kiss her right there, okay? That would have been dumb. And uh, so <laughs> I went on, just so guys were clear, that would have been dumb. And uh, I, I took her out on a nice date, and when we kissed on the beach, and it was awesome. Um, and then we kissed a lot after that. Uh, in our, we are not one of those church couples that didn't kiss before we were married. We kissed a lot. Um, but we had boundaries, which we'll come back to. Um, uh, so we dated for a while, um, and we actually only dated for about six months, and um, we just got to know each other. There was a lot of moments where we had to have real conversations and learn to communicate with each other. Um, there was a lot of fear that I had to get over um, and insecurity that I had to get over. Nothing makes you realize how insecure you are until you start dating, and then marriage makes it even worse, and then you just got to keep working through it. Um, but yeah, we dated for a while. Anything on that section? Yeah, so we dated, and then I decided I wanted to marry Kendra, and so I went on a trip uh, it was a called Quest, and I went to just go ask the Lord what he thought about me marrying Kendra. And he told me, you know, Ben, she's amazing. She's my daughter. I love her. And if you want to marry her, if you, if you want to choose her, then I support. And so I felt the Lord say that. And so shortly after that, I proposed on New Year's Eve Eve and uh, <laughs> surprised her in our garage, which is funny. It was way prettier than that. Uh, there was, like, lights, and it was beautiful. Oh, you and didn't put up the picture. No, I don't have the picture. It was beautiful. It, uh, her qualification was I want to be surprised, and so I, was. I did surprise her. It's a great story, but it takes too much time to tell. I'll tell you later. If you want to know, come to us afterwards. Uh, but, yeah, so we got engaged, um, and you said yes. I said yes. Anything you'd add on that part? It was beautiful. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. I was she, ready to say yes. She decided she was ready to say yes. Um, I will say this. The day that I asked Kendra to marry me was uh, the worst I ever felt, like in my, uh, the most anxious I ever felt. And it wasn't leading up to it. It was after I asked her. I said, will you be, you know, will you marry me? And she said, yes. And literally, like, my heart dropped through the floor. Um, like, because I just think I became terrified by the fact that I was, like, committing myself to Kendra. Guess what? I worked through it, and it was amazing. And our wedding day was, like, the most beautiful day ever. So talking about wedding day. Yeah, I, I always love to throw in, we planned a wedding together, and Ben wanted to plan it with me. Yeah. And so if you are ever in a relationship where your significant other wants to plan it with you, you will know by the end of wedding planning if you can be married. <laughs> because uh, that grew together. our relationship. Yeah, or work together. Or work together. It grew yeah. our relationship, I think, significantly. Yeah. Learning to work together and plan a wedding. But our wedding was beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. And we got married and yeah. have been growing in love ever since. Yeah. So that's kind of our story. Yeah. We were engaged for five months. Five months. got married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was wonderful. 
And we've been married for four years and mm -hmm. have a daughter. And now we're doing the uh, parenting adventure. Yeah. Wow, wow, That's wow. another thing. <laughs> Shout out to any parents in the room. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's wonderful. It's wild. So, awesome. yeah, that's our story. Wow. <laughs> Alon's trying to go really hard off the script. She's no, been, like, I'm for the last five minutes waiting to say wow. No, I'm trying to be. Yeah. Never mind. No, it's great. Well, <laughs> man, you guys. Yeah. It really sounds like that you guys had a, a pretty, like, good relationship yeah. building process. Yeah. So what, it, like, what did you guys do to really prioritize having mm -hmm. that successful, yeah. quote-unquote, relationship? Yeah. Yeah, I would say a few, like, key things um, that really made our relationship successful was just, like, knowing and holding to, like, our personal values. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on that at all. Just that we both loved Jesus a lot, and we were dedicating our lives to serving him and pursuing him, mm -hmm. number one. And we it was clear in Kendra's life and I think my life that that was our top value. Yeah. And that we valued our sexual purity, yeah. and that was very clear from the beginning. Very clear, yeah. yeah. So there's the personal values. I mean, talking about, like, boundaries, setting and important. establishing boundaries, but also being willing to readjust boundaries yep. as needed. Yep. Um, other things we I had would a say. Great community of mm -hmm. friends around us and leaders who are invested in our life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then a big one for us both was the last one. Commu communication. Yes. <laughs> Mainly Kendra learning to communicate. And Ben <laughs> learning to not over communicate. I came from an over communicative family, like crying and yelling and like and she came from like the We don't talk about anything. <laughs> bottle it up inside. So, so yeah. learning to do all that. Those were a few things. Nice. So, yeah. so about you mentioned boundaries as one of the things that you guys prioritize. Could you like explain more on what that looked like, establishing them and communicating those boundaries that you guys had. Yeah, for sure. So like I said, Kendra had really strong uh, convictions of what she wanted. Like she told me I couldn't hold her hand on when on our first date. And she told me she didn't want me to kiss her right away because she hadn't kissed anybody. And so for me, it was, uh, I would always say this, if you're in a relationship, rise to the higher standard, like rise to someone's, the higher standard. You know, if, if one person in the relationship says, you know, I don't want to kiss, even until our wedding day, rise to that standard. If you care about them, it's worth, you know, elevating that and honoring them, rise to that higher standard. Um, but, you know, the, the thing that I think made our boundaries so successful is we clearly communicated them in a time of talking, not in the heat of a moment, but in talking about what do we want our relationship to be like. And we set those, and we never moved them in the heat of a moment, but we did move them at later times. So we, like, some of our initial boundaries was like, don't, we're just not going to kiss right now. And you know, if you're not kissing, then not much else is going to happen. So we didn't have to worry about, like, hanging out alone. We just had that boundary. We're not going to kiss. And then when she decided that she did want to kiss, um, we said, okay, what does that look like? And we had the boundaries of um, we can kiss, but don't put your hands, like, on stomach or, like, on skin. Keep your clothes on. Those were, We had, like, real boundaries. We talked about that. Um, you know, Jake said hands on hands, lips on lips. I think that's a really great boundary. And that's basically what we had. And, you know, we didn't move 
those boundaries. But we did move the boundary of not kissing. It was about three or two months in, and we decided to move that, but we didn't move it in the heat of a moment. So on boundaries, set them right away together, rise to the higher standard, and be okay with moving them and adjusting them, but but not in the heat of a moment. So that's what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, thanks. Sorry, I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, so let's go back to when Ben mm-hmm. told Kendra that he liked her, <laughs> or liked you. Sorry, you mm-hmm. are here, you are her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kendra, how important was it for you that Ben told you that he liked you? And like, yeah. That, that I put myself out there first? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for me, that was a big deal because I had been in uh, almost relationships with other guys. And I don't know if you've ever had this where um, you're in a maybe a define the relationship kind of conversation. And it's almost like the guy is like asking you to like put your heart out there first. Yeah. And that's really scary. Um, that That's a really scary thing in any relationship, like obviously involves risk. But the reason I appreciated Ben uh, like going first and <laughs> confessing that he liked me uh, is because I think it shows um, as a man, it shows that you're willing to take the lead yeah. in a relationship and you're willing uh, almost that you're, you're courageous enough. You have the character and the courage to like actually lead in the future of a relationship. And so to me that mattered, it yeah. mattered quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. So basically you're saying, dudes, profess your like first. Don't go to a girl and be like, yo, so what do you think about us? Yeah, don't put her in that position. Let's don't do that. It, just don't do that. Don't be do willing. It. Be like, be bold enough to like put your heart out there first. Yeah. Relationships are scary. Yeah. But uh, be the man and be courageous and show yeah. that you're willing to lead. Yeah. For sure. I think that's important. Yeah. And then you challenged me. Yeah. <laughs> I did challenge you. Yeah, talk you. about that, how that what, what was, explain what yeah, was Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, it goes down to, to holding to your personal values, and, yeah. and I did have very strong, I mean, I was, I was going to marry a man that was awesome, and so I was willing to hold to the standards that I had, and I was going to marry a man that had integrity, and so uh, the reason I challenged him so strongly is because I was definitely at a place where I was like, no, I'm like, I'm serious about this. I'm not going to low-risk date forever. Like, I actually want to get married, like, and these are things that I actually see, and I think one of the reasons that it's really good to do that um, is because as a woman, uh, you have this gift to see the potential in a man. And there's something about being a woman where you actually can see something in a guy and call it out and call him up into that. And I really think that's a gift that the Lord's given us. And I, I, I saw in Ben the character that he now has. And maybe I didn't see it in the moment, but I was able to say, like, man, I'm, I'm not sure that you have this, but I see it in there. But I'm not sure that you can be that. And so in challenging him in that, he really was able to be like, oh, no, like, you're right. That is in me, like I can rise to that occasion. And that's something that you do, I mean, throughout dating and throughout uh, a marriage. is It's really honoring somebody and saying, like, no, like, I'm seeing you the way God sees you. And I see that you're more than that. Like, what is that? Yeah. You're not acting like a man, but I know you're supposed to be a man. Like, what's up? Right. Does that make sense? Honor and love. Honor and love. So 
So Ben, what was going through your mind when that happened? And then explain how that how it affects you now. Yeah. So when <coughs> she said that to me, it obviously like kind of you feel like that heart drop. You're like, oh gosh, like she just called me out, you know, like exposed. But I think in that moment, I felt like I had a choice. Like I could either be defensive about that. I could either be like, what do you mean I'm not a man? You know, and in doing so, prove her exactly right, <laughs> that I was insecure and unable to do that. Instead, I, was, I said, you know, Kendra's such an, I, I, I think I just had, so, I still do have such a high view of Kendra and did then too. Like she's just such an amazing woman of God, of character. And, and I was like, if Kendra's saying this to me, she's not saying it to like hurt my feelings. She's saying it because she she wants this to work and she wants the best for me. And she she's saying it out of love. I mean, she's on a date with me. She doesn't just do that. And so I said, you know what? You're right. I'm going to take that challenge and I'm going to run with that and I'm going to, I'm going to go after that. And I think after that, I did. I stopped flirting with people and start stopped just having a flirtatious attitude and just started being more intentional and going like, wow, like I, I'm a janitor and, a, <laughs> and an intern. Like, and, and I was trusting the Lord in that too, but I also had to think really seriously about that. I'm like, Kendra just bought a house. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, 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 I need to think about my life and I need to take myself seriously and be a man in the Lord. And, and it, I think it drove me to the Lord to saying like, God, I need you to help me be this man. So that's what I would say. Yeah. And I would, yeah. knowing you now and yeah. just like how that situation happens, like honor what you did to Ben is something that you two really mm -hmm. embody everywhere you go in all of your community if you are if you've ever been to Bendra's you you know that honor and love is our thing and if you've been to youth group you know that honor and love is I mean they've cultivated it but it's like their thing and it's so it's very present in your lifestyle even now you. you call people up I've I mean I've been a victim of that, but <laughs> no. it's okay. Not a in a victim. bad way. No, 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 no. It's like good. But anyways, gosh. I'm Alon's boss. <laughs> yeah. So uh, quick tangent. Kendra was my boss. Then she had her beautiful daughter, Adeline. And now Ben is my boss. I work with the married couple. It is the we best love thing. Alon. I learned so much. <laughs> Thanks. If you haven't worked with a married couple, I don't know if you've ever worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they worked really well together. We're a yeah. great team. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. That's we love good. you. <laughs> Anyways. <Hey>. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, we're running cl close on time. We want to honor everyone's time. How about, would it be cool if Ken and I just share our final yeah. thoughts that we wrote down? Oh, yes. Can I enter the question the yeah. way that I've been yes. practicing it? Because yes. I love saying Rob. <laughs> uh, please. I, anyway. Alan is going to be a talk show host. So no, I'm not. Go no, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, so if you know me, I love Sadie Rob. And so she has a <laughs> podcast called Whoa, That's Good. And so she always starts off the podcast and she's like, what's your best piece of advice you've ever been given? And so I want to end. <laughs> I want to end this tonight. <laughs> It's like last night all over again. Ever. Anyways, what is the best piece of dating advice or relationship advice or marriage advice or advice advice that you would like to share with the access? Well, community? we're going to give you rapid fire three or four. So go ahead, Kendra. Okay. <laughs> first of all, let's do this one real fast. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I would say is, is that uh, we don't believe that there is the one. Like, you know, like the one. The one. 
And yeah. uh, we just want to say that. <laughs> yeah. And I know some people do, and that's cool. If you believe that, that's great. Yeah. But um, God gives you a sometimes choice. Sometimes people ask yeah. us, like, when did you know that, like, it was Ben that you were supposed to marry? And uh, what we really love to share, and maybe you can elaborate on this, is that, like, we really believe it's a choice. Yeah. And we really believe that the Lord gives you the choice mm-hmm. and yeah. that there are some choices that are better than others, yeah. um, but that it's a choice. And I think yeah. that's really a big part of your part of our story. Yeah. For me, I mean, it was like I, I saw Kendra. She's amazing. And, I, and before I asked her to be my girlfriend, I, I said, Lord, like, what do you think about me dating Kendra? And he said, if you want to. She's amazing. And I said, cool, I really want to. And he said, sounds great, let's do it. And then, <laughs> and then when we got married, or when we were dating, or going to get engaged, um, it was the same thing. God, I'd really like to marry Kendra. And he said, if you want to, I think that's awesome. She's a great choice. And I think that really comes down to not just with dating, but with a lot of things. Um, you're not a robot. God didn't desire, that, that kind of living is f- called fate, and it's not what Christians believe. We're not fated to have a certain destiny. God gives us free will and a choice to partner and work with his spirit and with him. And, you know, I think there's times where God says, no, don't date that person. Definitely. Like, that happened a lot. That was my whole experience dating up to Kendra was, no, don't date that person. And me being like, I'm going to try anyway. And God being like, see, I told you, don't date that person. And then I dated Kendra, or went to date Kendra, and he said, yeah. And and it worked out amazing. So Yeah, and in that, um, I think sometimes we can think that, like, there's this this perfect person out there, and that's not true either. Um, In your choice, like, people are people. Yeah. And we are so far from perfect. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and we're in our dating relationship. And so I think one thing that we really, especially for me, um, realize is like there has to be a, a, a compromise and sacrifice mm-hmm. in relationships, especially for us. Like Ben was five years younger than me. <laughs> And yeah. so for me, in our relationship, in choosing him, I was also choosing to uh, sacrifice a lot of financial security <laughs> because he was broke and Janitor, he had baby. no job. <laughs> Custodian. Right? And it was sacrificing. Um, Part-time. Even <laughs> Praise the Lord. Part-time worship <laughs> leader, 100 bucks a week. And that was a sacrifice for me because I was like, I'm established, I'm secure, like I'm ready to like hunker down and have kids and do life. And so it was a sacrifice for that. It was a sacrifice knowing that like he's five years behind in maturity. Yeah. And, grow- and in literally, literal brain development, yeah. he's like further back <laughs> and being okay with compromising that and, and making that sacrifice for the sake of him. Yep. And the same thing for him. Yeah. You had to give up dreams yeah. of your youth, of what, traveling. And yeah, we got married at 20. I just turned 22, like just turned 22. So, like, yeah. yeah and I didn't go to college. So I kind of skipped a lot of that young freedom stage. Yeah, and so in, in making a choice towards another person, there's yeah. always that that yeah. ebb and flow and that compromise and that sacrifice that you make. Still but working on the brain development. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice. Okay, uh, we got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I'll say, the reason that's so important is because if you chose the other person, you can't blame God. Because otherwise, right. if God's like, you're like, God, I think this is the one. And you've got this whole one thing. When they're not perfect, you're like, God, why'd you give me this person? They're not perfect. And it's like, no, you chose them. Love is a choice. It's awesome. All right. So, uh, Kendra. I have, yeah, yeah, just a couple yeah, more real, things. Real um, I just want to speak 
specifically to anybody in the room that is maybe older, <laughs> like I was, and not desperate. Don't be desperate. Yeah. Don't yeah. be desperate. But I think there is there is something that I like to share. Um, because I was a quieter person and I was introverted, like putting yourself out there is okay. Now, some of you in the room, if you're like super flirtatious and you're like way too out there, this is not for you. But if you're in the room and you're quieter and you're single and you're getting older and you're like, man, I really do want to get married. Like, I'd really challenge you to get outside of the communities and the, the fences that you've put yourself in and go find people. Because Grand Rapids is a big area. And sometimes all it takes is being brave enough and bold enough to go find a worship night that's, that's happening or find another young adults group that's happening. And to put yourself out there, be bold, be brave, introduce yourself, smile. Be friendly, even if you're like an introvert, like be extroverted. You can choose that um, because I really think that's part of, of helping to find people around you. I know that's, at least for us, like that's a big thing that we see with, with people close yeah. to us is like, there's no guys, there's no girls. And it's like, well, I'll how just, far yeah. have you traveled lately? Because there's tons of people yeah. around. So yeah. if that yeah. makes sense. But I, I, This might be a little bit. I hope this doesn't come across harsh, but I just want to tag on that. Most of the time, it's women who are in the boat of, I want to get married, and there's just not a lot of options. And those women are great, and there's a lack of quality dudes. So I'm just going to say, if you're a dude and single, you might need to hear what Kendra said to me. Yeah, you might need to hear what Kendra <laughs> said to me, for real. I know it's not easy, and it's probably harder coming from me. Uh, but, like, if you're still single and you're older, it might be because there's some areas of your life you need to grow up in and mature in. And I'm not saying that it can't be the other way around, girls and guys. But I think most of the time, that's what I'm saying. So, dudes, you can do it. Like, you can do it. You just got to, like... Buckle up and be like, I need to take a serious look at myself. Do I need to get a haircut more often? Do I need to, like, actually learn how to dress better? Like, you know, these are real, actual things. It's not the most important thing, but it's pretty darn important. It is real. Um, seriously. Girls care about your heart, but they do care about how you look, too. And how you present yourself matters. If you present yourself like a slob, then, you know, yeah. So that's a tangent off of yours. Um, Good. Yeah, but uh, and then uh, one thing for me, and Jake talked about this two weeks ago, but if you're single, this is before you even start dating, I think this is the most important piece of advice that I could give you. You need to have a community of, this, of friends, brothers or sisters, the same gender as you. My mentor says the most important decision you make about your wedding before you even know who you're going to marry is who your best man or your maid of honor is going to be. Having a brother or having a sister the, of the same gender that you can be really real and really intimate with because in, in the same gender, barring same-sex attractions, I know that's a thing, but outside of that, you can be, there's no limits to your intimacy for me with a brother. There's no limits. There's not, intimacy in a, in a guy-girl relationship, it leads towards physicality, and, and it's supposed to do that. But with a brother, you can share. I mean, Nick and I, we meet together every two weeks in the morning, and sometimes it's spiritual, and sometimes it's just talking about what we're going through and, and working through it together so we don't have to 
put that on our wives. Not that we can't, but so that we can be strengthened together and we can help carry each other's burdens so we can come and lead with our wives. So it's so, so, so important. And I'll just say this, and you can talk to me more about it later if you want. But if you spend more time with someone of the opposite gender who you're not in a dating relationship with, you're doing it wrong. If you, seriously, if you spend more time with a, someone of the opposite gender than s- someone of your gender, of a brother or a sister, um, you're doing it wrong. You got to spend more time with your brothers and sisters before you get into that dating relationship if you want it to win. So, yeah, that's my big thing. That's good. Yeah. And then I just have one last. Yeah, talk about it. And then I'm done. Uh, we're done. Then we're done. <laughs> we're done. Uh, I, I would say, like, if there's one thing that I would really want to share, um, it's something that will sound like, duh, but seriously, your relationship with the Lord cannot be filled by any other relationship. Like predating and dating and engaged and then married, like your relationship with Jesus cannot be filled, cannot be replaced, cannot be... Uh, it, it cannot be replaced by any other relationship. And I think one of the, the reasons Ben and I's wedding day was so beautiful is because there's this spiritual aspect to it. Because one of the things that, that I saw in Ben that I loved so much before we even were dating was that he recognized that he's a son of God. And, like, he knew that because he had spent time with the Lord. And I knew I was a daughter of God because I had put in the time and I had put in the work to my relationship with the Lord where I knew that. And so going into a dating relationship, we were both secure in our identity. We weren't getting our identities from each other. We knew, like, no, I'm a daughter of God, and he knew I'm a son of God, and I'm confident in that. And, and so walking through dating, we were confident of that. And we were whole people because of that. And it, on our wedding day, it was just, it was just the most beautiful thing because it was a son of God walking down the aisle with a daughter of God and the Lord uniting their lives together. And it's two people that had found themselves in the Lord. And, and nothing can take the place of you putting in the work to figure out who you are in Christ and figuring out who Jesus is. And that's before you start dating, and it's while you're dating, even though it's really hard because you're super tired and super emotional and everything's wild. It's super important while you're dating. It's super important while you're engaged. And it's super important once you're married. Like, we still have to, to do the work to get with Jesus alone and realize, like, now I'm a daughter of God. This is who I am because I can't get my identity from Ben. It doesn't work. I remember a few months ago we were having, uh, there was just some tenser moments. And, and I just realized one, one morning I was like, man, God, I am not, I am just not the human that I want to be. And, and looking at my life, I realized what had happened is we had a baby. And when you have a baby, everything is just like <laughs> crazy. Like all your schedules, everything's just out the door. And I had stopped spending consistent time with the Lord. And, and I realized, like, I cannot be a good human <laughs> if I am not spending time with the Lord. And so I made a choice a few months ago to start waking up at 5.30 a.m. every day because that is the only time that I can find to spend time with the Lord. And I do not like getting up at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> and it is really hard. 
But in doing that and in making the time to be with the Father and to be reminded, like, this is who God is and this is who I am. My identity is filled by him and I'm not looking for it in bed. I'm not looking for it in other people. And so for anybody in whatever season of life you're at, I know it's like this, like, duh thing. But seriously, nothing can take the place of your relationship with Jesus. No relationship can fill that hole. And you have to put in the work for it because every relationship takes work. So put in the work. Do the work. That's it. Well, thank you, you guys, for sharing your story and for laughing with us. Yes. Thank you. We're so glad that you guys um, did this.